0: everyone and welcome back to another episode of the half a nice day podcast with your host joshua and janine and today we have a very big celebration or not not celebration a commemoration of the one year of the coronavirus it's not a
1: celebration we hate it we hate it
0: i had to speak for yourself no no i'm kidding yeah it's a, it's a very bad Bad experience that everyone has gone through in the in the last year. Um,
1: Why are you caressing your mic like that? Uh,
0: no, just I really feel this microphone today. <laughs> Haven't got a lot of love and affection lately, so this <laughs> so microphone you're looking, is
1: you're looking for it from my a microphone. Yeah,
0: okay. Yeah, but uh, as humbling as this experience might have seemed, the whole world going into a total lockdown. Everyone's in their houses, working from home. A lot of things have changed. Um, There has been a lot of turmoil as well, and a lot of people who haven't had a good experience with this whole situation as well, since overnight the world was turned upside down, Mm. and uh, it has affected everyone in different ways, some good as well, some bad, businesses have been booming as well as been closing down, Uh, we realized we are all on the same ship as well, but... Uh, at the same time, some people are on yachts and some of them are on uh, canoes. Who are on yachts and canoes? No, like, let's say, like, some people have gotten richer because of this uh, whole pandemic. Let's oh, say okay. Amazon and uh, right. Jeff Bezos. and. I
1: mean, he's already rich before this, but I guess the rich got a little bit richer.
0: You know why? That's because he controls the Con- best logistics team in the whole world in terms of delivering stuff to your door Hmm. in terms of online deliveries as well so that also that also plays a big part because if everyone's locked out at home Hmm. how will they go out and instead he did the work for us and he has his team and he has offices all over the world who can help deliver stuff to your door whether it be essentials or even luxury goods whatever you name it amazon has it so yeah it just really depends on the on the the cast i say i would say the and cast of not the cast of a tv show like the yeah. cast or their the 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 well-being of people as well if they're able to afford it or not if they're ac- if they have access to sorry if they have access to a lot of certain things as well So it could it it really has taken the world by storm overnight. Everything, life as we knew it, turned for the worst.
1: Yeah, I think if if you look at it, maybe I mean not overnight for the whole world, but for each country, we went through different phases, right? It started with China, and then it spread across Asia, spread across the U.S., and then for the UAE, we started lockdown at what March, March March. in March twenty something.
0: Yeah, maybe last like, few days yeah, of March. Mid-March, yeah, mid-March,
1: yeah. Mid to late March, And it's a complete
0: lockdown as well. It wasn't uh, a curfew. It was a complete lockdown, like everyone stay in your homes.
1: Yeah, which a lot of countries went through as well. And there are some countries who are going through their second and third waves of lockdown. And it's just crazy because when you when you think about it, you would have never known that that was your last free day you know the last normal quote-unquote normal day for you wherein you wouldn't have to wear masks you wouldn't have to worry about your safety you wouldn't worry about sanitizing everything you wouldn't worry about the you know welfare of your families the elderly the that was the last day where we were living lives as
0: we knew it because at the same time we didn't know much about the coronavirus as well so we yeah. all, all thought and treated it like as a flu at the beginning mm. so people thought okay maybe once this lockdown is over we had the national sterilization program where we thought okay everything's going to be sterilized everything's going to be good to go but little did we know that the coronavirus is bigger than it seems yeah now it's mutating in itself second and third ways have taken over different countries even the developed countries are having a harder time than than uh, like Uh, developing countries as well when it comes to handling the situation because they would have never expected it that it would grow and pass on this quickly
1: yeah if you think about the first few countries which got it really bad italy france spain yeah they're the ones who went into full 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 lockdown and they were all the first ones who unfortunately couldn't handle the amount of People who got the virus, the people who were affected by the virus in their hospitals couldn't house these people anymore. So it was sad in a way that life is very ironic. Even countries who are doing so well, countries who the third world countries were looking up after, up, yeah, looking up to, mm-hmm. were the ones who got hit hard.
0: You know, it also comes down to education because in third world countries, government says this, we will do this. Hmm. But now in these more developed countries yeah. as well, when it comes to education, they're like, why do we have to do this? And they start challenging stuff and they're like, no, I want my freedom. I want to go to the coffee shop down the road. I want to go to the library across the street. Right. And I think that's how it spreads as well.
1: Yeah, I I don't know if I want to agree with the, with the sentiment that with third world countries, People say yes to what the government says. M- maybe not so much. Like, look at the Philippines. Everyone said stay at home, but they were still
0: outside. Yeah, that's also true. There were still also people true, outside. Yeah. India no, but also went maybe, on
1: lockdown. But they can't... Because they can't. They can't afford not to be outside.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's also a point to take in.
1: Right? They they have to the literally outside, fend yeah. for their families and go outside of their own homes. Yeah. So wasn't really their choice. But I guess it's just... It's just because these countries have a bigger population as well.
0: Yeah, and more densely dense areas as well. And then it comes to show, you know, like money doesn't even buy happiness. Money for them is like a security that they need.
1: There you go. Like when Bill Gates said in, in an interview, what, two years before this happened, a year before this happened, what would be the next biggest problem? And he said, a pandemic. Yeah. Like we weren't ready for it. No one was ready for it. No one was pre- well prepared to have their life or their lives turned upside down in a in, in blink of an eye
0: yeah despite him giving a warning you know like they didn't take it as serious because it all came down to the 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 public health system hmm. like especially i'm just speaking for us uh hmm. maybe other countries but i'm not too aware of but they didn't have the the equipment the tools the the space in hospitals to handle such a such a pandemic yeah and with the us as well with all the people um and the anti-maskers mm. who who didn't want to actually abide by the uh, the rules of the government i think they, those were the people that's why it spread like wildfire especially across us especially in new york and uh cities like that but uh, but again you know like Even if their warnings are everywhere, but people really don't think that these things have such an impact, especially with something which is like a a virus, which which you can easily not easily, but you can avoid it to some extent by washing your hands, just maintaining proper hygiene. Mm. So it also comes down to that, you know. But yeah, it's warnings are there, but everyone everyone has a different opinion about it. I would say.
1: Yeah, maybe we can start with. We've already we're already (laughs) like. A few minutes in, but perhaps we can start with the current stats and where we're at right now. So there are 119 million recorded cases from when we first started this whole thing. 2.6 million deaths worldwide. Mm -hmm. 2.6 million. That's, I can't even begin to think the families, the lives of the people who are affected by this and the mourning Of 2.6 million lives across the
0: world. That's just crazy. And also not being able to attend the funeral, right? Exactly. has to be a Zoom.
1: Right. That is so, oh, like imagine you're, God forbid, someone very close to you, parents, family member, friend, spouse, we're in the hospital and you can't even visit them because it's literally not allowed.
0: Yeah. Because at this day and age, anyone can be a carrier. Yeah. A guy who gyms seven times in a week. Can right. be a carrier. Even have right. a six pack on his stomach and six pack on his arms and anything. Why did you
1: look at your tummy? Yeah, just full were you of manifest? Regret. Were you manifesting a six? pack I was Like if
0: I say it with so much passion, <laughs> it might just happen to me. it <laughs> could literally happen to anyone. You know, a person yeah. who takes care of their of themselves like day in and day out. Mm. He could be the next guy to have it.
1: Yeah, that's right. They might not be affected as gravely as someone who is a little bit older, who would have pre-existing conditions or would have something within their system mm-hmm. that could make it even worse, but anyone could be a carrier and can pass it on to someone else and that was that was the difficult part to it because a lot of the, the younger generation didn't think they were they had to be responsible or th- that they had the responsibility not to go outside not to be with their friends and They just didn't think that much of it until it actually started affecting them. Yeah. Remember when it first happened, we were talking about it. Not a lot of our inner circle had it. We would hear it from, you know, someone, a friend of a friend of a friend who was distant enough from our lives had it. Yeah. And then as months passed by, it would just like as if it was haunting us closer and closer and closer until... They they were literally right in front of us. Like I had, I was exposed to people who had it right in front of me.
0: Yeah, you know that's so true. You know, like in the beginning, people were thinking, "Is this thing even real?"
1: Right, and everyone like it was like, "Oh, it was. It's just the flu. It's just." I was one of those. I was like, "Oh, it's just the flu." You know, we can get over it. It's just like the swine flu or the first SARS flu or yeah. whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just dissipated, you know, and it just like went went off. But this one. Really hit us hard.
0: I'll tell you, like, stages are, like, literally, I know a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend who has corona. Then right. it becomes, I know someone who has corona. Right. And then when you find out uh, this person has corona, like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So it's become, you know, like... It became normal.
0: It became normal. Yeah,
1: and it, you just had to look after one another and, like, are you okay? Is everything okay? Yeah. But what I wouldn't ever get accustomed to was going through my social media feed and seeing... People seeing friends and families mourning the deaths of people in their lives. Yeah. Every single day I would see something. Yeah. And y- you would always associate it to Corona, like he or she died because of Corona. Yes, this person had something else before that, but Corona just took their lives away because they were not, their immune system wasn't healthy enough to battle this stupid virus, this stupid, stupid thing.
0: Even with, um, like regular deaths, like let's say of old age or other complications, the first thing we would usually ask, was it because of COVID or something right, like that? Yeah, so right, that's Also, yeah.
1: yeah, it became the norm to ask like, is is your family okay? What happened? Was it because of COVID? Yeah. That's the first thing to ask. Anyway, sorry, we went off on a tangent. I wanted to go through the other stats as well. In the UAE particularly, we're at 422,000 recorded cases since this whole pandemic started. And we have... I think one of the lowest death to recorded cases ratio, it's we're at a thousand three hundred and eighty-eight deaths so far. Mm-hmm. So thank God we have a lower mortality rate in the UAE. I think many factors. It has to do with we were the government was really good with handling the virus. They were quick enough on their feet to say, okay, we have to go into lockdown they started preparing for the increased numbers of patients they started putting pop-ups of the medical um how do i say hospital beds like tents and, they uh, turned yeah. what was that um the world world, world trade, trade center, center. into a, like a pop-up hospital yeah. of some sort so they were quite ready and quite prepared for this to hit so they were ready to take in more patients than other countries who have a higher mortality rate. I think another thing that contributes to that is we have a much younger population than anywhere else in the world just because UAE is a job, how do I say it? It's a job country. It's a You're cosmopolitan
0: here. country where people usually flock in. We have a, like a massive population of expats who come into right. the UAE to work. So and obviously, they're more of a younger crowd as yeah. well because they don't see their them spending their their future here. They and just come just here to make their money and then
1: when you when you're done with your back. job and you don't have a visa, you can't you can't really yeah, you be can't here, really stay so you have to
0: leave. Unless you know? have some, I don't know, yeah, and you bought a visa or yeah,
1: or if you invested, but that's very rare. Like most of our families would come here, and then by the time that they reach the age of you know not working anymore and retiring then they leave i have Mm. so many friends who we all grew up here as dubai kids and their parents are now moving to the philippines or moving to different countries for their retirement yeah and i wanted to i wanted to stress out the fact as well the reason why the mortality rate is way lower than anywhere else is because we started the vaccine early enough i think we're one of the countries i think us in israel or the two countries who really have a wide spread of the vaccination drives, Yeah, we're already at 6.5 million doses given away. Imagine. That's a lot. We have a population of 10 million.
0: So doses meaning if there are two doses, so yeah. you divide this so by 2, three, 3.25. Yeah,
1: around 3 million. Yeah. or Yeah, or most of those would probably be the first dose, but... Hmm. Yeah, 6.5 million. That's a lot compared to other countries where the amount or the percentage of people that they're willing to vaccinate is super, super tiny. Yeah, And it's still reserved for people who are over a certain age, people of determination, people of, I don't know, people who have pre-existing underlying, yeah. Yeah, underlying conditions. But here, you can... Start queuing up, even if you don't have any of these. Yeah, as just like a normal person without any underlying conditions. No, you but can...
0: the first wave was actually for, the first wave. Yeah, was... but then that was over really quickly. Yeah, but like like you said, the population of the UAE is more of uh, a younger generation, yeah. so I think they 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 got they, through yeah, the older through, yeah. generation
1: much quicker than exactly. anywhere else, and also because we're conducting we're conducting test testing of the coronavirus way faster and way well like much much more than anywhere else like if you're gonna cross the Dubai to Abu Dhabi border you have to get tested already Mm -hmm. in record there are 33 million tested tests conducted in the UAE yeah so if you feel any symptoms you can just go to a drive-by SEHA testing center you can go to a hospital and get tested I know a lot of people who actually get tested almost every week.
0: You know, but that's the beauty of the UAE because they've embraced technology as the future. Hmm. So they're really adopting technology and when it comes to all of these things, like you book your appointment uh, to an app, you do something on a website, you do literally everything through through your phone. Right. So that also comes from doing the vaccine, that also comes from doing the test, that's also uh, booking your slot at a drive through So it's everything. And they've really mastered this. Then they also... Put it as a tracking device when you're in quarantine to make sure that you stay put. In your and place. you get
1: fined. Yeah, that's another thing. Like so, people are actually scared of getting fined. Imagine, because right? Th- I
0: think that's the number one fear people have in this country. The, the yeah, fine. because the
1: fines are ridiculous. But that is a good thing for UAE to do because it's a very
0: good thing. Very. Good the thing.
1: only reason to stop people from going around maskless is to find them a thousand dirhams yeah. if they're caught, right? Not, but, not even like you also, I think you can also get fined for not wearing your mask properly. Yeah,
0: for, for like half-assing it. Like if, right. it's, if it's like here. Yeah. Dude. Right. Get your life You'd together. You would see police
1: and like roaming arresting around. And shooting
0: this bugger. <laughs> yeah, not here.
1: <laughs> also, remember during the, the, the first lockdown, there were police cars that would just roam around announcing, go back home, stay at home, stay safe. Remember?
0: And the funniest part was when they started doing it in a different language like Tagalog. Hoy, <laughs> like, okay. Not
1: like that. <laughs> what did they say? Manatili sa bahay it means like stay at home in Tagalog. Manatili sa bahay. I don't know what I don't know what stay safe is. I don't remember. Ingat kayo. Mag-ingat, probably something like that. Good job. Because I'm
0: always outside. Yes. <laughs> <he's> always outside.
1: <laughs> and there were videos of these like police cars just roaming around telling people to hey go back home. Mm. And that's when the surge of all of these online grocery deliveries came out. Kibsons just couldn't handle Cibson's the amount to, of yeah. orders that came in. Remember, you could order for the week.
0: See, I, I, would tell, I would tell you, I was a Kibsons user before the pandemic, and I would order in the night. You know, such a
1: hipster thing to say. I was a Kibsons user. I only, I only user. eat gluten.
0: I only eat gluten-free products. I only eat anything without like any added. Whatever you we call it? Those injections, any steroids, hormones, it. Okay,
1: your... he is very passionate about this. Knocked my mic over. No, but
0: but I was a a, a fan of Kibsons even before the the pandemic, and then come pandemic. I couldn't get a delivery on the same day, which I used to do normally. I used to get it in, like, 10 or 15 days after. I'm like, yeah, what will I do with lemons 15 days from now? I think
1: that's the longest I've seen it, like, nine days, even more. Yeah, We're in, like, you have to order now for nine days to come. Yeah. Like, how would I even know what I want from nine days yeah. from now? Like, I, I want my order tomorrow. But, of course, you, you would understand. And these people were risking their lives, literally. At that point, we didn't even know... How quick it is to transmit the virus! We were all quarantining our groceries by the door, leaving it when we when we order something, we leave it at the door for like a day or two, so yeah. that the virus may dissipate from the surface. Or you
0: would uh, they would leave it there and you would spray it down. Yeah,
1: yeah, you would wash then... all of the all of the groceries that you have. So our hygiene practices really impeccable. <laughs> yeah, it was. A... Do you, can you remember? Right like just before the pandemic, like you would hold a door and you'll go, go about your day. Like a handle of a door. I, I would never, like, you know. I would, me. I would
0: sneeze on the handle and then touch it. That was me pre pandemic. You know,
1: but you know how I was. Like even, even before
0: pandemic, Janine was very OA about uh, pressing a button and or I'll, holding a door. I would
1: never I would always push it with my with my shoulder or push it with my my foot. Because I saw this documentary about germs and like, like how door handles are dirtier than toilet seats. And I was just like, ugh. The dirtiest place actually
0: in a mall, do you know? No. The the dirtiest place in a mall. where. We oh, went. the rail of the... The railing of it I would never, yeah, yeah. It has traces of feces, blood sweat everything because on it's that. true
1: imagine someone who would go to a toilet not wash their hands and then hold that freaking rail of the escalator No, i
0: hold it so i can get stability when i wash my shoes on the i on do the that
1: brush. but is it really made for for brushing your shoes yeah
0: is it what other purpose does it serve other than that probably brushing the dirt off of the thingy yeah maybe actually, <laughs> I that's don't actually know. really smart yeah no but i used to, to get my my jays clean uh, every now yeah and but then. if you're wearing white shoes you would never you i don't, don't wear white shoes as well so. all right you don't yeah, right, so right i'm smart like that
1: yeah and i would always have i was one of those who would always have sanitizers with yeah, me around i even, would never have sanitizers even before the pandemic like yeah. it was just that i i don't know i was icky like that but even more so that heightened when this whole pandemic happened yeah. it's crazy. crazy it's crazy but i don't think we'll ever go back to maybe generation, generations generations after us who did not live through this pandemic would we'll probably go back to their unhygienic ways but us we're just like i can never go back to like holding a rail of a door or opening a, a taxi door or just like holding public stuff Mm. and not like sanitizing my hands ever i don't think my mind is ready to go back to that ever again because what if there's another normal then yeah that's my new normal
0: okay yeah so (laughs) because janina and i we have this thing where we have the we're the designated door opener Hmm. so if i start like pressing the elevator buttons i have to be the one to press the other when i get inside the elevator button i have to press that open the door everything and then At the end, I'm sanitized. Right, yeah. So, yeah. Speaking
1: to your mic. Sorry. (laughs) I'm enjoying this conversation. I know. And it will always be that one hand. Like, if you use your left hand, you have to use your left hand all throughout because I'm going to sanitize that hand after. Yeah. He can't use both hands.
0: Yeah. And if I touch my eye, Janine will leave me. Oh, no. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. He, He always touches his eye for some reason because he has lenses and sometimes his eyes go watery. And he always, like, ugh, I can't. Like, he always tinkers with his eye. And I'm like, stop it, stop it. It, like, bothers me so much when he touches his face. Anyway, um, speaking of the vaccines, mm-hmm. I got my first dose yeah. of the Sinopharm vaccine. And that was, you know, thank, thank, I'm very thankful for my company. Yeah. Um, thanks to my company for, for having that initiative so I could bring any of my dependents or a family member with me. So I brought my brother with me. Um, we had a little bit of a hiccup with the whole schedule and the whole vaccination thing. But I went through and I got the first dose. And my next scheduled one would be in 21 to 28 days. So that's the xenopharm and you have your schedule, which is in a month from now. But to be honest, like if, if you listen to some, some experts and scientists and doctors, all they say is just get your hands on anything that's available in terms of vaccines I'm I'm just a little bit like hesitant with the AstraZeneca one because I've been hearing a couple of people who I know who have gotten symptoms after they they got the vaccine, but and I think it has the lowest um, efficacy. Yeah, with all of most the vaccines, side effects, as well. right? But, but, but still, that doesn't if, mean it's gonna kill you guys. Yeah. Just- yeah.
0: Put on your big boy pants or big girl pants and, and get a vaccine. I We've
1: been getting yeah. vaccines for ages now. Since you're a baby, you've been getting vaccines. Um, most people get a flu shot on a yearly basis, which is just a flu a flu shot that they how do I say it? they work on every single year for the flu variants that happened the year prior. Yeah. So the how the seasonal farm works is it's very similar to the other flu vaccines, and they've just modified it for this particular strain of COVID or SARS-CoV virus. And I think Pfizer is the more like newer technology. And the way that you store it, it has to be negative double digits, something degree Celsius, if you have to store the Pfizer. So it's just the way that they're maintaining these different viruses are different. But all in all, they just have one goal and it's to make sure that they prepare the immune system from if in case you get the virus your immune system would be prepared to fight it off Mm -hmm. so it's injecting you with not the strains of the virus you know it's not how do i say it um, according to it's an unpopular no according to popular belief is that correct according to popular belief is that how you say it
0: no it's um something popular belief yeah yeah okay something like that
1: a lot of people think to popular belief no i think according to popular belief probably whatever you guys know where I, i was going up with that but they're not injecting the virus into our bodies that's not how it is If you Googled it, you'll find so much more articles and videos that explain it much better than I am saying it because I'm not a scientist, but I've done my research and I'd rather be prepared and have my body prepared for whatever virus it may may come across with rather than expect it to just fight itself on its own because I have, um, I'm asthmatic and I have Bouts of asthma attacks when I was younger. I have my inhaler for a yearly or, s- or sometimes twice a year where I get these bad asthma attacks. But I- I'd rather be prepared. You know, I know I'm healthy. I exercise. I eat healthy food. But I just want to make sure that I'm I'm ready for whatever. Yeah, that you're
0: covered from all areas of of this uh, right. virus. Right.
1: Right. And I and you know I really encourage people to. To make sure that you're also, if you're ready, to get vaccinated as well. And if it's available to get vaccinated as well. Because only when everyone else are vaccinated, then we can have this herd immunity Mm -hmm. type of thing.
0: Yeah, when everyone is safe and sound, then we can start socializing again and getting together with everyone.
1: Right. Because I miss gatherings with families and friends. And I think the coronavirus just made it more more evident with how important relationships with families and friends are. Mm. Especially when you're alone. Especially when I was alone. I was alone for the the bulk of the lockdown. Yeah. Sorry, that's the, the metal straw in my glass clinking. Josh made me some iced coffee. Thank you, Josh. Wow. Um, but yeah, I was alone for the bulk of the lockdown. And it just made me realize the importance of good relationships with family and friends. And... That's what pushed me through my anxiety. That's what pushed me coming through. coming out alive.
0: Yeah, coming out on top.
1: Just, just, just making th- like getting through it.
0: Yeah, and 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 the, uh, a funny part as well is like we all took advantage of the Zoom mm. technology and webcam. That's how we used to do all our interactions with everyone. Even when it comes to weddings, when it comes to funerals, when it comes to engagement parties, everything was done on uh, on a Zoom platform. Right. So and everyone actually missed that human interaction when I could like laugh with someone and then slap them on the face or do something, you know, like right, like that human touch. I think was really important. People missed out and it led to a lot of things as and well. And
1: concerts,
0: concerts, and si- going to the cinema, public and, events, yeah, public Just events, being outside e- and enjoying everything, yeah.
1: Going to the gym and being able to kill someone on the mats. When I mean killed doing jujitsu that I, I really miss and I can't practice it now because I'm just aware of the fact that you, you have to be very close to someone and there's sweat involved and you can never be sure if that person is you know ca- a carrier of the virus or not and my sister just gave birth my grandmother is here and I
0: don't want to be that person bringing that the virus into my family right and, and I have Spoken about this before as well. I would feel more bad about myself, and if I ever gave to someone, than me actually enduring the whole, the whole uh, sickness and quarantining for fourteen days, and I would be like losing your. It will hurt me more knowing that I passed it on to like six or seven other people. Like how I can, I won't be able to face them. You know, I'm like, sorry, I gave you the virus, bro.
1: Yeah, no, I, I won't be okay with that. And I think another thing that we can point out is just the realization that. Working from home is possible. And I love it. And a lot of companies were very against working from home because, you know, they're like, oh, we don't trust our our people to work from home. You don't know if they'll be really working or, or they'll be doing something else. And I think the whole COVID situation just proved that we can actually work from wherever. And most of... The jobs can actually be done at home, especially mm-hmm. when you have a good Wi-Fi connection. Mm-hmm. And businesses were still running. Businesses were doing good. I mean, some businesses, especially the hospitality, the hospitality division wasn't yeah, doing a turn that well. Yeah, for the worst.
0: But uh, yeah, what you said is is true as well. Companies still did their uh, whatever they were required to do. Uh, employees were safe at home. They were doing everything. As normal as they would have done in the office.
1: And even more, I would say. Because people, you had had more time because you skipped the commute time from and to the getting ready time from and to especially for women where you have to prepare your hair, you have to put makeup, blah, 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 get yourself ready. It wasn't just a take a shower, put your shirt and pants type of situation for women. You always had to get ready. And you skipped all of that. You gained much more time and you were able to actually work for that time instead of like getting ready for yourself right
0: and the peace of mind as well knowing that I'm looking after my kids I don't have the nanny there as well because I, I've seen a lot of people a lot of colleagues who are like on the phone with their family like is everything okay did you have your lunch did you have your breakfast blah 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 so at, when they're at, there at home and they see their children right across them and they're working they have that presence of mind like okay they're there they're safe and I'm still Carrying on about my, I'm carrying on with my job.
1: Yeah. And when you had these little breaks in between, you could like mop up the floor, you can vacuum the floor, you can change your bed sheets, you can change whatever. Because at work, you would take these little breaks, right? Talking with your colleague, taking a toilet break, a smoke break, I don't know, a water break or whatever. At home, you can still take these breaks, but instead of like taking some time to do that you you can do other things mm. wash the dishes or whatever so it was very home friendly and you were able to keep your home much neater and nicer
0: but you know the harder part though of working from home yeah what excuse can you give that if let's say you were sick yeah I like, go. Well, let's say i have the i have, I have diarrhea mm. so i'm like i call in sick to work so i don't have to go to work they're like okay work from home so it does it also give you that liberty yeah, in but in case you are sick, to actually right. not do work and just rest up, because they'll be like, "Oh, you're working from home anyway. Get on your laptop and do some work."
1: Yeah, also, but that's not that's not fair for companies to say. I get what your I get where you're coming from, but that's not fair for companies to assume that when someone's sick, they can actually work, right? Because what you're going to work from your deathbed, you're going to work from your bed. That's not okay. That's not fair. If someone's sick, they might be nauseous. They might not be able to like look at a screen properly.
0: You have to have a migraine if they cannot sit upright yeah. for too long. Yeah, if they're long, having they diarrhea, they have to be in the toilet for like half of their day. I just might as well put a workstation up there. <laughs> sit on the pod. Work... They... <laughs>
1: yeah, but I think that that's not fair. Maybe sick leaves would be less now that you're working from home because you can tolerate. Like if you have, I don't know migraine or you can't walk for example you have a gout attack you can still work you know it's just you have to be seated at all times But do i choose
0: to work that's the question question. yeah but
1: i think it all depends because you'll never know someone's pain threshold pain level for example your gout attack sometimes it, it goes from zero to 100 really quick there are some times where he can't even stand up he can't even stand up from his bed and he's like whining about the pain
0: i can't stand up i can do cartwheels if i had to but i just choose not to because i want to preserve my foot for a, a very special occasion in case i join a marathon or something but anyway coming to just admit back to what that we you're said, in
1: real pain when you have your gout attacks. oh
0: i feel like i need to shoot myself in the foot or cut my leg off so i never endure this pain again i
1: feel really bad for him when he gets his gout attacks by the way yeah I've but, heard it's really painful. I've researched. At first, I was just like, oh, he's being a baby, whatever. And then I researched it. And there are some articles comparing it to like childbirth.
0: And it is like childbirth. I You'll feel never a, know. I no, feel no, a no. baby is coming out of my foot. You whenever have, I have
1: no right to say that because you're you never you're never going to shoot out a baby out of your vajij. Okay. Women, yeah, can a, a penis, but, um... <laughs> Women can say that. Mostly
0: because I have a penis. but
1: Women can say that. And the person who wrote that article was a mom who gave birth.
0: So she knows both the feelings. So she knows both no, the but feelings. There is a, you know, there's a pain scale, right? It goes from like zero to something. Mm. And there are some instances, I would say, where the pain tolerance. Okay, because the, the woman's uh, birth is is a very sacred uh, event that happens. It's the miracle of life. And I would attribute it to positive pain. Mm-hmm. But this is more of a negative pain. Like, mm. but this is something that I've.
1: Like, you can't have the mental strength to. Yes. To tell you, this is for a good cause. Like, you're feeling exactly. this pain because you're shooting at a baby. Exactly. So
0: that also comes into play. Mm. You know, like if I, if, but then at the same time, I know, like, because of my poor diet choices and my and my non-active lifestyle, this has happened to me. Thanks for admitting that. No, that's why I'm. I. I. You know, I love women and I love uh, birth. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> I love birth, yeah I love birthdays <laughs> no, but it is it's two different things um mm. and there is a uh, a sort of happiness that happens after childbirth so you were right. willing to endure it yeah but for me i know it's because of my life li- poor life choices then that's why i sulk and then i feel bad about myself yeah that's when i want to cut off my foot and throw it outside the window yeah
1: you're like this is useless this
0: is useless yeah i can
1: i can go with one foot
0: i can go my whole life in a wheelchair
1: <laughs> i think you'd like that
0: i would love that And
1: just be like wheeling life away be like yeah
0: <laughs> i would park anywhere i want
1: and that's so true
0: yeah <laughs> okay, but uh of Yeah, but the you'll only determination... miss your foot
1: once it's out. That you'll is be true, like yeah. I miss you foot. I'm yeah. sorry, I cut you off. Yeah. And you'll regret it for your entire life. So or like thankful. there's an asteroid
0: hitting the earth and I've nowhere to run. Right. I'll be like You'll just be hopping away. I'll be like Janine, you're you're still behind me and you're like no miles away. I'm like Exactly. I because I guess...
1: you you took away that one foot. Mm. Right? Yeah. So take care of yourself, dude.
0: I am taking care of myself. I've uh I'm um
1: his recent gout attacks have been like lessened in terms of days, because you said last that like the last bad one got you through. Ever since I two met weeks? you,
0: first of all, it's been happening a lot more.
1: What? What?
0: Sorry, that this came out. You meant it. I meant it. No, but I've been taking care of myself. And I realized during this pandemic, there are a few things that you really cannot take for for granted anymore. Like what Janine already mentioned, it's family. Uh, For me, it's been more about my health and what I'm doing with my life, Hmm. basically. Yeah. Because can you imagine like you're in a pandemic, you're home alone with your thoughts and doing work the whole day. Because there's another thing about working from home Mm. is that you have no... um, set time when it comes to working yeah like janine and i would be working we would start work at around eight or nine and then we would still go on to the we we hours of the evening mm. and then having our dinner on front of our laptops which is also not a good work-life balance when it comes to it which yeah. is something we're going to be talking about as well a work-life balance
1: yeah we'll make sure that i'm, I'm really working hard to making sure that i have a proper work like work-life balance it's just me yeah, no, because you, you, you did start
0: a new job as well. So yeah. you are trying to learn the ins trying and outs to catch of the company.
1: Up. I'm, I'm hiring a team and they're not yet in. So there's just those things. Yeah. But, but... When,
0: when we have our lives together, we will definitely yeah. discuss about that. Yeah, yeah but uh, is there anything else that you, you wanted to talk about? No,
1: I, th- I, th- I think that's just it. And just wanted to... to stress the importance of being ready for, for any situation.
0: Yeah.
1: Making sure that you save enough money, making sure that you work on yourself, being healthy yeah. so that, you know, any time, God forbid, another strain of something else comes in, our bodies are healthy enough to to try and fight it off naturally mm-hmm. until a new vaccine comes. And yeah. make sure that you you care, you, 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 do, you practice self-care because self-care is not really... Um, a luxury and think it's something that you should be doing every and practicing so every single day It's
0: very true it's not a luxury yeah. and if
1: if you don't care about yourself, who will so mm. be prepared for anything that's coming in um making sure that you can cook for yourself for example, if times get rough and you can't order out again when another lockdown happens so yeah. just make sure that the the basic necessities in life. Are there Yeah And that you cater towards that
0: Because we actually Janine and I We did a podcast before Of the things we learned in COVID But we never published it Because mm. of some Certain reasons and everything But then uh, A lot of lessons Have actually come out From me spending One year in In a pandemic And it comes to Buying in bulk Which Janine and I both do We buy our Our groceries And everything in bulk We We make sure that we save money We don't uh, Spend unnecessarily
1: We, make we record our own all our coffee expenses. At
0: home. Yeah, instead of spending like twenty bucks in a Starbucks every day. Yeah. Might as well buy some beans or a machine and do it yourself. It's quite easy.
1: You can be your own barista.
0: Yeah, and you can you can literally experiment, do what you want, add more sugar, sugar syrup, vanilla, chocolate. Hopefully whatever not you so want. much sugar. Yeah. You don't
1: want to fall into a diabetes trap, but
0: Yeah, we don't yeah. want that. We don't want that.
1: It's okay to spurge from time to time, especially if you've earned enough money for it, but just be weary of your expenses. Record it. We can talk about expenses as well and how we... See, this is what I I was talking. Just see that. The whole thing that I was talking. Look at how red your eye is.
0: Okay, guys. That wraps up this episode.
1: (sighs) It annoys me so
0: much. Sorry, guys. It's really dry. And when I rub it, it wets up. So I'm smart (laughs) and I play the rules. I can't. Play by the rules.
1: Oh, man. Okay, well... Thank you so much, everyone, for, you know, continuing to listen to us. We... Okay, rub your eyes again now with your t-shirt. That's my advice. Like, if you want to rub your eyes, just use a t-shirt or, like, a tissue or something. Or wash your hands before you do so. After you've touched
0: a million and. I think this things. episode is actually for me. Yeah. Like, everything <laughs> I learned today was like...
1: Oh, uh-huh. That. Let Writing me record that. Like that. Yeah, but thank you so much, guys. You've gotten us through a lot of weeks this is episode 31 so it's 31 weeks of recording every single week and publishing content every single week and again we always say this but we won't be able to do this without you without people who are listening to us without people who are sending us dming us emailing us at half a nice at gmail.com following us on our instagram at half a nice day podcast Sending us anonymous, handy advice forms on our Google Form, wherein you'll find our link in the YouTube description, on our Instagram link in bio, and the show notes of this episode. Thank you so much for listening to us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if you deem that we deserve the five stars and deserve a good review on Apple Podcasts, please do so because it really helps. And share our videos, our Instagram posts, our Instagram stories to your friends, loved ones. Hopefully we can bring a smile to your day because that's what keeps us going. And if you're watching us on YouTube, please don't forget to like and subscribe and hit the notification bell to make sure that you are notified when we put out new content.
0: Just a side note, the, the like button on YouTube now has a lot of value when it comes to, to creators. So I would really help urge everyone, if you really did like the video and if you really want to support us, please do like our YouTube videos. Our podcasts are over there if you want to see us visually. And uh, is there anything else? No, I'm bad playing.
1: So on that note, have I'm a nice day.
0: You're off note.
1: Thank you so much, guys. We love you.
0: We like you as a friend.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: See you next week.